His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Rob, Allison, and Jim, his morning crew here on his radio. North Johnston High School. That is now the new home of Panther Perks on the go. They have the special education for students, and now they are running their own coffee cart in that school, selling drinks and snacks to the faculty and the teachers there. The program started just yesterday. ABC 11 was there talking to some of the teachers. It gives them meaning. It gives them their productive citizens, just like everyone else, and that's how we're kind of handling this. And how much joy is on their faces is absolutely amazing. I love that Northern Johnston High School is doing this. Man, anything that involves coffee, it's brilliant. <laughs> That's Jim's love language, by the way. What would you like? A tall? Yes, please. Starbucks? Okay. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Imagine being a star for a day on the red carpet for the premiere in Nashville of the movie I Can Only Imagine. And there are people who would love the opportunity to be the correspondent for his radio. Yeah, you could win that opportunity, just like Pamela. And she sent this for her submission to be a star for a day. Hey, guys. We're on the red carpet here in Nashville, Tennessee at the premiere of I Can Only Imagine, the story of the lead singer from Mercy Me, Bart Millard. And we are so excited to get to see some of the cast and crew, Dennis Quaid, Priscilla Shire, J. Michael Finley, who's playing Bart, doing an awesome job, and Cloris Leachman. So come on out. Let's enjoy this night. She's being very quiet because I think she's at work. Doing this in the corner on her break, <laughs> her submission. That's Pamela Bates. You know, she's really attached to the song, I Can Only Imagine, because it was back in the late 90s, 1999, that her mom and husband passed away. Oh, and when she wow. heard that song on his radio, it just leaped out to her. So you can see the impact of that song and the impact this movie is going to have with I Can Only Imagine and imagine you being a star for a day. So do what Pamela did. Go to hisradio.com and share your submission on how you would rock that red carpet. And you get to meet the A-list star that's in this. Oh, you're talking about Dennis Quaid? No, 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 no. Uh, Trace Atkins. Uh, Priscilla no. Shriver. Oh, yeah, she's up there, but no. It's Rob Dempsey. Not me. At the very end, a build-up. He's boom. There he is. The, I, the spotlights hit you, and I have doing a five-second Mike Bukowski part. The at dance the end of the is movie. great. <laughs> I don't dance. <laughs> and I'm, the actually, song. I'm actually sitting. Oh, I can't imagine. I know, right? Mm. Text the word "star" if you wanted to imagine on being a star for a day to 800-447-7234. That's just one word, no emoji or anything. Text the word "star." Mornings with his morning crew. Harrison Barnett is an amazing young man. He's been at UNC waiting for a kidney transplant for quite some time. He's so young. He's like nine. He's a huge fan of NC State University. And so the football team came by. They surprised him with all of these cards, which was amazing. Well, here's good news about Harrison. He finally got his new kidney last week. He's recovering in the hospital right now. And this little guy loves cards. So, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And while he's in this whole recovery process, how about we send him a ton of Valentine cards? 
I mean, just overwhelm this young man with Valentine cards. So here's what we've done. We have a keyword set up for you. And if you text the word card, just one word, nothing else along with it, just text the word card to 800-447-7234. That's 800-447-7234. We'll send you the address to Harrison Barnett and you'll be able to send him your own Valentine's Day card. Probably a project your whole family can do, which I think would be awesome to just overwhelm this young man with the love of Jesus, you know? Just card. That's all I got to text. Yes, sir. Just card. card. See, okay. More than just pretty voices. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> he's the uh, elder statesman around here. What? So he's rocking 60. It's, I guess it's okay what? to say that. And, and since Jim, our producer, rocks 60, he likes to keep us young folk up to date on what's going on with his community. That is correct. Shirley and Karen are in my community. They're like lifelong friends. They met at St. Cloud State University, went to college together there, and uh, that's in Minnesota. And now they live in uh, Southern California, but like 45 minutes apart. But they've always kept in touch, especially after they lost their husbands like a couple months apart back in, I think, 2011. And so they came became even closer then. They talked to each other on the phone all the time. And, well, anyway, they saw that back in Minnesota, they were going to build a new stadium, which is where the Super Bowl played, right? So they said, hey, you know, if we put uh, money aside, we can both go there and uh, enjoy. So that's what they did. But you can hear them talk about it. What? 2015 is when we read in the paper that uh, the new stadium was going to be built in Minnesota. And I said, oh, well, we're both from Minnesota, and we should go back. So I said to Karen, let's start saving our money in a little white envelope, $100 a month for three years. And I said, if we're alive by 218, we'll have money for that ticket. And so Red calls, and she says, Karen, I'm writing a check. We're going to the Super Super Bowl. I said, man, oh man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and oh man, they used my name. You got that. They're 88. They're in the, they were in the Super Bowl just cheering away. Isn't that exciting? That they, is so cool. Neither one had their favorite team in there, but they didn't care. They were excited. His morning crew. It's funny the things that you see in things. Like, for instance, you get a bag of potato chips, you take a look at one chip, and it looks like a face of a famous person. Yeah. That happens sometimes. It's always Abe Lincoln. Like a, like a potato. Somebody will look at a potato before they even chop it up and cook it and go, wait a minute. That looks like Elvis Presley. Or Abe Lincoln. People see these in rocks as well. For instance, there are a group of people in Japan, one lady in particular, that has an entire museum in Japan that's dedicated to rocks that look like human faces. Hmm. I mean, if there's like two little holes in the rock and a place where the eyeballs are and the face... She's got it in her museum, man. She does have an Elvis Presley. She does have E.T. She has famous politicians. She has sumo wrestlers. It's uncanny. The woman who owns the museum said her dad collected these rocks for years. When he passed away, when he was in his 90s, she kind of carried on the task and developed this museum. All these rock-collecting traits that she has. Now, check this out. In her museum... Over a thousand rocks that look like faces. Who is there? Abe Lincoln? 
there could be, I'm sure there is an Abe Lincoln. Just for Jim, there's an Abe Lincoln. Okay. I wonder if you've ever seen anything like that in anything. It could be like a tree trunk. It could be a potato chip. It could be a potato, and you saw the face of something. What did you do with it, too? Oh, that's crazy. Threw it in the water. Or since she kind of carried on her dad's tradition, what you've carried on with the family. We would love to hear your story. His morning crew. Our producer, Jim Mann, is here. He says Abe Lincoln is what he saw on a chip one time. I see Abe Lincoln in everything. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> then we hear about this lady that has a rock museum. She collects rocks that look like faces, which is a tradition that her dad had that she carried on. We started thinking about those traditions that you carry on from your parents. And we're hearing from Debbie this morning. What's your story, Debbie? Every morning, my mother would, you know how you get the Pillsbury donut or the Pillsbury biscuit? I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. You crack open that uh, can and poof, uh-huh. out comes the dough. Well, she would take, instead of making biscuits out of it, she would poke holes in it, and she would deep fry it and make donuts. And we would have that for breakfast on Christmas morning. And then my brother and I would put baby Jesus in the manger. Oh, that's cool. And so when I was older and got married... Um, I started doing that with my husband and I, and then when we had a little girl, uh, we would do that. She would put baby Jesus in the manger. Some of our fondest memories of our parents and carrying on those traditions do seem to be around the holidays. Yes, that's true. So true. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Listen to this. Check this one thing out right here. Okay, that is the sound of a world record being broken in our very midst. This is a group of guys in India. There is a guy who has, and you don't do this at home. That would be obvious, you would think. To put a big melon on your stomach and have your friend with a big 30-inch sword chop the melon on your stomach. These are a group of martial artists that want to break a world record. They have to do 49 of these on this dude's stomach in one minute. And did they do it? Well, I think the crowd will tell you right here. Yeah. 49 watermelons on the guy's stomach with a sword in 45 or 40, 60 seconds, so in one minute. Who comes up with these things? I don't know. That is just so super dangerous. They're martial artists, and so, of course, they are professionals, and they know what they're doing. But still, you know, one slight mishap, and oh, ouch. I don't think I can stomach this. That didn't happen. And these guys are on a, um, on, on a roll because what they want to do is have 10 world records for India. 10 world records. And so that's what they're working really hard to do. And it started with this melon thing. Uh, yeah, well, you're not going to have a competition out of me. No, doesn't sound bright to do, huh? Mm-mm. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Imagine, hmm, being a star for a day. You rocking the red carpet for the premiere of I Can Only Imagine. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the story of Bart Millard and him writing the song that he sings with Mercy Me, I Can Only Imagine. Quite the story. And you could be going and rocking the red carpet and being our very special correspondent. All you have to do is send us a video of you actually doing that. Let us see your skills. Gary Moore did, and here's what he just emailed us. 
I'm here on the red carpet and I see an actress coming right now from the film. Come on in here, Marilyn Jean, an actress from the film. So, Marilyn, uh, before we even talk about the movie, who are you wearing? Mm. Oh, uh, Walmart and Target. <laughs> Get out of it. Well, it's, it's, you're wearing it well. It's looking fantastic. Thank so, you. tell us what role you played in the movie. Uh, well, I played uh, pedestrian number two. Pedestrian number two. What, uh, describe your scene. It was so exciting. Uh, when Dennis Quaid walks across the street. I walk right behind him. And thank you for joining us here on the red carpet. Look at that. Man. He, he added up the game on that one, man. That's Gary Moore's submission. He might be the star for a day on the red carpet in Nashville. And he'll have the opportunity to meet Rob Dempsey. I am not walking a red carpet. It's what the movie is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Dempsey on the red carpet. All right. All it's right. Dennis Quaid. It's Priscilla Schreier. Rob Dempsey. It's Trace Atkins. Starring it's Rob like, Dempsey. <laughs> no. I have a five-second <laughs> part. Dancing with the stars. It's my Mike Mikowski moment from Monsters University where you don't even know it's me. That's huge. No. Mike is huge. I'm sure it is. So, if you would like... To imagine being a star for a day, go to hisradio.com. You can sign up right there to try to win that cool opportunity to rock the red carpet. His morning crew. Oh, some play on words? Yeah. Oh, in, uh, in real estate. Playing words in real estate. Okay, how does that work? Well, <laughs> we've got, uh, well, let's go out to Houston area. And uh, well, I want to say humble, but it's humble, Texas. There's a realtor there that's uh, she's in a very competitive market, very competitive market, and uh, where they're buying and selling houses. And like, there's a house for sale here across the street. There's another one for sale, like two doors down, one for sale. So it's kind of hard. She's trying to get attention. So she came up with a great idea of offering tacos, tacos. <laughs> That'll sell a house like that. You She's, offer me a taco, I'll buy the house. Oh, for real? So if you buy the house, you get $250 worth of tacos. That's interesting. Just something to catch people's attention. Listen to her. I'm the taco lady. <laughs> Let's be honest. Everyone in Texas loves tacos. And so it's really been the taco the town. Oh, no. See, there's that plan words. Taco the yeah. town. <laughs> That's so precious. So I... She doesn't know if it's working yet or not, because she just kind of started it. But uh, people, are, the, the seller actually is the one who, you know, provides the tacos kind of thing. But uh, the seller says, hey, I'll do whatever it takes to sell the house, get a little attention. People are liking it. Taco the town. <laughs> really? Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. I love this. Hawk Nelson, John, and Dan, they're spending time with you right here on his radio this morning. What up? What up? That is Dan. Here is John. What's up? How's it going? Now, let me tell you, I want to focus a little bit on John. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> you're like a new dad, dude. I am, yeah. It, it, what is it? Gray, right? Gray, good but job. You, but you There's, call him uh, Little G. Little G. <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> We're showing he's, a little G. He's getting big now. Like he's he's crawling and wants to walk really really badly. 
He's not super interested in food, but then the other day at our Super Bowl party, I went and grabbed a cookie. I was like, I'm going to have a cookie. And he grabbed it right out of my hand and shoved it in, shoved it in his mouth. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> child. I was like, okay. Ten right. months old, they start doing that kind of stuff. I know. It's like we uh, look at him. We look tried. At him. We started out. <laughs> He's we, a model. We started out so optimistic. Like, okay, we're going to feed him like healthy food. And eventually, we're just like, anything you want to eat, man. Just anything. Is he in jail there? So that's at the beach. It did kind of look like that. We're showing them all the Instagram pictures oh that my John gosh. has posted. Yeah. Of little G, little gray. I- I'm curious what this one is about right here. Uh. What, what, what's little G saying right I, here? He's He's probably saying you're you're never home. <laughs> you're I have never an absentee home. father. <laughs> uh, but no, he just does that in the morning. In the morning, he gets like so happy, mm-hmm. and he just starts talking about nothing. Is it like you understand what he's saying? No. He does certain. No. <laughs> Certainly not. No. No. I don't understand anything. Not a thing. Did okay. you understand that? He said, Dad, no, he's talking to you. It sounded yeah. like he started to say, Dad. Kind of. Well, what we were wanting well, to trying, do. I've been trying to get him to say, Dad, before he says, Mom. Yeah. That's just, a, mm. you know. What about certain cries? Certain cries yeah, that he definitely. does. You do, yeah. do. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to test your knowledge. Okay. To see how well you know your babies cry. Amazing. Uh-oh. Okay, yeah. So. Wait, you have recordings <laughs> of, of my son yeah. crying? Or- so check this out. Okay. The, uh, here's here's the here's a baby cry. Let's see what what your little G is saying here. Okay, what what's G saying oh, there? I don't think that's my kid. Are you sure? <laughs> Let's just pretend that's right. your kid. And what's he saying? I mean, that sounds that sounds hungry to me. Hungry? Well, he's tired. Yeah, that could okay. be that too. Here's another one. Let's see. Try this one. Ooh. Sounds angry. Angry. He's got a dirty diaper. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, got a got a dirty diaper there. What about here? I feel like they all sound hungry to me. Yeah. Well, that is that is hungry. Nice. But I think this one's a little different. Yeah, uh, that's you yeah. dropped him. No, that that is yeah. Dad. Will you quit playing? He still does miracles. <laughs> oh my God. Which is the new Hawk Nelson song that is out right now. You'll hear more from Hawk Nelson coming up in just a bit. His morning crew. It's so cool to have Hawk Nelson on with you this morning. We have John, we have Dan from Hawk Nelson. Thank you for having us. Which I understand this one fact that Dan and our producer Jim Mann have something in common. It just so happens that they both have a very strong feeling for cats. Is that right? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Is that right? Jim, is it, is it right? Oh, man. I have a strong feeling. We have two cats. I guess that's a strong feeling. Yeah, Marlo and, and Winnie. Winnie. Short for Winifred. Winifred. How did you get the name Winifred? Honestly, this is weird. When my wife and I built our house, we found remnants of the original house in our property. Mm-hmm. They had kind of bulldozed it. And when we looked up all the records, we found all these, like, 
like pieces of plates and her stuff. And we thought it would be honoring to uh, name it after her, this lady that lived on our land for like 100 years. So her name was Winifred C. Peters, and we passed the name Winnie on to the cat. Dude, and you post them on Instagram. I know your wife does. And so we saw one of Synchronized Chillin'. What is Synchronized Chillin' all about? Synchronized Chillin'. They're, they're actually siblings, uh, brother, sister. You probably couldn't tell it. Uh, look completely different. There was a third. The third got away from us, Pumpkin. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's a healthy balance with posting cat pictures. You don't mm-hmm. want to go over the board. That's then you're true. crazy, right? That's true. I don't know. You're, you're kind of borderline because I did see another one where you said, we're getting very sleepy. Yeah, so I think that's taken out the little filter I put over her eyes the, where they go crazy. Right. Like in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, uh, if you've ever okay. seen that. So that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, she's a deluded tortoise. She talks really weird. That's I, Winnie. Yeah, I don't have any videos, I guess, of her talking, but she talks weird. <laughs> Phlegmatic. You gave me a new word when I saw that on your Instagram post. Phlegmatic. You said so phlegmatic, and they're just kind of both sitting together, Marlo and Winnie. Yeah. I love this. Do you is, even remember this? This is, this is completely <laughs> making you look like a total, total cat. Like, this is a <laughs> person this, of cat people. We don't have children yet, so they kind of like <laughs> fill that void a little tiny yeah. bit. But I hear once you get kids, then you just forget about all your animals. Yeah, because <laughs> you'll start posting pictures just like that, even though, even with uh, Marlo and the squirrel that you posted not too long ago. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I mean, they're friends. Yeah, the, the, so squir- the squirrel comes up all the time? The squirrels come around for food, raccoons. Uh, out by the composter the other day, and I live in winter, cold, mm-hmm. Canada, and in the snow I saw this huge rat with a long rat tail just digging okay. around the composter. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Oh, that's wild. Uh, we have a porcupine that likes to hang out in the back of the poplar and no just way. sunbathe. Just I don't know. Is that dangerous? I don't know. It, it could <laughs> be. I am a little concerned about Winnie because I noticed she was doing this the other day. Yeah, it's, it's Winnie up on the sliding glass door. Yeah, so basically she wants to go outside is what I'm getting from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't let them outside because, you know, these wild animals. Uh, she, she does this as exercise. She does this also on the uh, washing machine as our clothes are going around You're inside. Kidding. It's a clear window. She just likes to go for it. With her front paws. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good one, Win. Yeah, there's one thing. Since since Dan from Hawk Nelson, who's with us this morning along with John, and, and Jim Mann, our producer, have a strong feeling for cats, Jim tells cat <laughs> stories quite often. Oh, yes. And so every, every cat day. story we close with this. And if you don't mind, I think we would in, in your honor, Dan. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? Oh, it's a <laughs> house cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? That's oh, the alley cat. Alley cat. Yeah. Yeah. Next what album. kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Oh, here we go. Kit Kit cat. Cat. Yeah. What kind of cat are you guys? Feel free to what sing along. What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are you? Rob, Allison, and Jim. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you can hear that. Hear that? We are flying a drone. He's got a drone here. In the stewed. Yes. John and Dan from Hawk Nelson spending time with you this morning here on His Radio. They have a new song that you're going to learn about coming up in less than 20 minutes here on His Radio. Let me tell you, Dan, I think you'll agree, John's like this big adventurer. Oh, this guy takes risks, as you can see. Yeah. With your ceiling. Well, here's here's the problem with this drone. It's just cheap enough. That if I crashed it and ruined it, I wouldn't wouldn't cry about it. 
That's the... Coming at you, Rob. I, I oh. see. I'm kind of worried because you kind of <laughs> no, that you was, skimmed the ceiling no, with this thing. No, that wasn't me. That was the automated thing. I, I got gotcha. you. I'm in control now. Uh, so you're safe. See. Look I would stable. I would trust yeah. him 75%. Right. Okay. He's got it like really close to me right now. <laughs> so, so you just came back from China. Yeah, I did. John? I what, did. What was that like, man? Uh, I'm going to land this thing. Yeah, please do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Uh, Elon China, Musk. China was amazing. Um, I, 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 as you know, I love doing video stuff, and so I do the occasional like corporate sort of a video yeah. thing. And so I was over there uh, with a, a large uh, tech company who I'm not allowed to name because That's I'm under fine. NDA. But uh, but it was a, just a corporate event, and so I mostly worked. But I got to see, I had yeah. one day where I got to see the Forbidden City. What was that like? Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, there's so much history over there. Apparently, they actually have Chairman Mao's body like preserved. So the guy that that basically uh, that that kind of kicked off the the regime in China after after the World War, he uh, he his body's preserved in this like thing like That's this wild. like I don't I feel like communist nations were kind of <laughs> obsessed with that like they did that with Lenin right mm-hmm. um, so yeah but uh, it was just amazing to be in a culture that's so. So different than what we're used to. I mean, even when we go travel to Europe or Australia, we're just like in that, Iceland, right? We were in Iceland. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's different, but it's not like that different. Mm-hmm. And then you go to China and you're like, okay, this is really different. Now you brought the whole crew to Iceland, right? <laughs> yeah. So we went and we shot a video for our new single. He still does miracles, and uh, yeah, we all we all went. A couple of uh, a friend of mine that helped me do some filming uh, also also went and. Uh, it was a blast, man. Iceland is just an amazing place. I'm very curious uh, about this post you did on Instagram. Well, what'll, what'll happen too is it's a we what we got python. here. Wait. What kind of snake is this again? Oh, oh that's my buddy Troy's ball snake. Python. Ball python. Ball. <laughs> ball. So you you had a python, so, right? So my so uh, long story short, my realtor, my realtor who's become a dear friend, his son. Uh, has this ball python, and mm-hmm. I was calling it a bull python. Oh, really? It sounded scarier. Uh, do you like snakes? I mean, would I you handle one now? I don't hate them. Why? Do you have one? Yeah, bring it on in. If oh, you would. Yeah. Sit, yeah. Oh, Not going to bite me, right? <laughs> no, she's great. This is Miss Kay from the Hi, Greenville SC Exotic Animal Rescue. And what'd you bring, Miss Kay? She is a Oh, you're Miss Kay. I'm sorry. I, I, was, talking, I was calling the snake Miss Kay. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a beautiful snake. What kind of snake am I holding? A ball python. Oh, it's a ball the python. The same snake, yeah. Oh, that looks familiar. Turn around and show his radio TV in front of you here. Where, right here. Right there, yeah. Fuck. Look at this beautiful creature. Dan, I, I bet this beautiful creature could end your beautiful creatures. <laughs> Jim, you would hate that, right? You love, oh, you love yeah. cats. You would hate to see any harm come that's, to any of them. This is like natural uh, for you. It's... So it it's a, like in a pretzel. It's all pretzeled. Is this what they do to like? Do they do this to preserve like warmth or Just something? Just before they attack. That's actually how they get their name. They are a ball python. They'll they'll uh, a ball. ball up. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so they're they're really harmless, obviously. Otherwise, you wouldn't pretty much be putting, <laughs> you wouldn't be putting me in harm's way, right? No, no, I wouldn't do that to Non-venomous? you. Non venomous? No. 
Oh, yeah, wait, not pythons. Wait, yeah. no, as in they're not non-venomous, or no, they? No, no, she's she's good. <laughs> you are not in any danger at all. <laughs> are there little fangs? If can you? Oh, see? I'm sure it has fangs. You can I'm, definitely feel it if it does bite you. <laughs> I'm sure. Like yeah. What, you, so you've oh, been bitten. Hey. Have you been bitten before? I have. Wait, okay. So, <laughs> is, is there proof uh, on your arm or like? Actually, no. There's really no no leftover markings when they do. So it's not such a bad thing. How much uh, blood? Just just put a kind of a normal bandaid on it. You're all good. Oh yeah. <laughs> normal do you want to like crawl around on my arm and maybe restrict my John, breathing? John, that thing is staring you down. No, dude, that's not. So cool. they have all these they have all these uh, sense like receptors on their nose, mm-hmm. and they're like they're super sensitive to smell. Okay. Like they can what is it? They can smell things like miles away or something, right? Well, they can smell things pretty close. Okay. How about like lavender oil? Does that a fan? Is she a fan of that? I have no idea. <laughs> Dan picked just up Allison's just essential so oils. Cool. Let's just sprinkle this on. She loves her mice, though. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I've got a rat at home. If she'd like. <laughs> oh, you should. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of <laughs> waiting for her to like crawl around my arms, but she kind of just wants to stay in her little pretzel form. Very content in your arms, yeah. John. Isn't that something? Aww. Hawk Nelson spending time with us this morning here on his radio. Their new song is He Still Does Miracles. You'll hear more about that song coming up in just a bit. Thanks, Miss Kay. You're awesome. More than just pretty voices. Making diamonds with Hawk Nelson this morning. John and Dan are along with us. Their new song is He Still Does Miracles. You'll hear more about that coming up in just a bit here on his radio. So we've been chatting with John. Dan, dude, last time I saw you, we were talking about running. Oh, and yeah. And then you had, like, some problems with your knee, and you're going to get ready to go into surgery. How did it all go? It all, here I am. Yeah. Yeah, so three years, uh, three surgeries. Uh, I had a tumor that was eating away my tibia bone just below your knee, and uh, I missed about 100 shows, I figure, with yeah. these guys. Uh-huh. Um, had some great friends fill in. Ruben from 10th Avenue North. Uh, Dustin it, from Finding Favor. Yeah, in the meantime, it kept coming back, so we decided uh, the last surgery just to completely remove my whole knee and tibia mostly and get it all replaced with steel, stainless steel. And uh, here I am, the bionic uh, man, I guess. Yeah. The $6 million man or something. And you like running, so... I like running, and, and uh, it's, it's hard. I've been able to run once last fall. So you did. Okay, I at did. least once. Uh, nothing like you, of course. But <laughs> what I love now is rowing, the rowing machine. Oh, I'm sure. Have you? Have you? I mean, is that a thing for you or no? I do like rowing because I do the CrossFit kind of stuff. I do beast mode at the YMCA. Dude. So they have that kind of stuff that's there. I remember buying it, uh, and they were like, this is for something as you age, and, and you don't want to age gracefully <laughs> in the later years of your life. But you know what? It's totally come in handy, and I think it's something that's great from like teenage age all the way up to you know 100. And I, they actually have a rowing machine at my gym, and I keep, ever since you told me about how much you love rowing, I want, I've want i been wanting to try it, but it's occupied every time I go. Dude, it's, it's pretty Popular. awesome. That's because it's a good workout. Yeah. Now, Dan, you've been getting involved with bees yeah well i mean who hasn't yeah. <laughs> what what is this new uh, thing that you've been doing okay with so when you don't have children yet you have mm-hmm. to do something with all that extra time and uh so you know this is beekeeping uh it's sounded crazy i love nature i love learning about all the things that god has made in intricate and beautiful ways the honeybees 
are, are very intricate. Uh, you know, you got your queen bee, you got your worker bees. There's the queen bee in the middle there of that frame. She's uh, laying up to 2,000 eggs a day. That is her only job. The worker bees feed her. She doesn't have time to feed herself. And the drone bees do nothing, the males. Mm -hmm. They kick them out. Uh, as, as per usual. Yeah, literally. Uh, it's so many similarities to humans, except they're smarter. <laughs> now, you mentioned you don't have kids, but you're getting ready to walk down a journey of adoption right now. Yes. Uh, hey, there's my wife. Cool. Um, yeah, my bo uh, Bonnie. My Bonnie. Me Bonnie lass. Uh, Bonnie is my wife. She has always wanted to adopt ever since she was a little kid. And I have always been okay with that i thought that's cool um you know it talks about in god's word taking care of widows and orphans but also like there are children out there that just need a loving home and so we tried domestically first and and kind of struck out there uh so we are going to adopt from haiti uh we've been down there before uh, you know, the Audio Adrenaline guys, they have a home down there, and yeah. we, we fell in love with the kids. So there's actually a real need there to, for, for people that take uh, children and, and love on them. So we're, we're stoked about that. I love the fact you guys are doing that. I've gone down that journey. Allison's in the middle of that journey right now, uh, adopting a child. So they've been on that, ready for, for the uh, match to happen. And so yeah. you're down that road, Yeah, we're too. almost just ready for that match to happen. That is so so cool. it's been a couple of years, and, and you, t you know, people have said, you know, well, when you give birth to a child, you know, it's nine months, and there's all this. Well, we're, we're hoping to adopt two, uh, mm -hmm. and it's been a couple of years now, so I feel like we've put our time in, you know? So there's been pain. There's been pain. Yeah. <laughs> Dan and John from Hawk Nelson along with us this morning. You'll hear more from this new song coming up in just a bit. Hawk Nelson, and he still does miracles on his radio. Rob, Allison, and Jim. That is Hawk Nelson. It is his morning crew here on his radio. And John and Dan from Hawk Nelson are here today. Yeah. We had quite an amazing morning. We've learned about Dan and his cats. <laughs> they're, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> and his bees, which is really cool. That they love each thing. other. The two the cats, the bees, they just yeah. interact. It's just such a good symbiotic relationship. Really? No. You wouldn't think that. <laughs> yeah, we learned about John and his adventurous nature. He even held a snake here today. Wait till you see Fearless. that on his radio TV. That was awesome. I'm telling you. Heard about little G, which is gray. Here's 10-month-old. Yep. The coolest kid in town. He's pretty cool. I'm telling yeah, you. I think he's pretty and cool. And you've got the new song that's coming out that's called He Still Does Miracles. And you guys have witnessed some miracles in your life. We have. 100%. Definitely. I mean, I know Dan, in, uh, in his, all the surgeries that he had on his leg, I know that, like, I, that feels like a miraculous thing. Honestly, the fact that we're, you know, still making music is kind of a miracle. We've been through lead singer changes. We've been through, you know, one thing we never had is a really bad car accident, like van accident. Oh, snap. We never had an accident. Now it's 15 years, <laughs> accident-free. We're just, we we really, really, we're really, we're really ins right there, we're insurable. Yeah, I mean, our bus was on fire, but oh, you're we right. Oh, a bus fire. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we, we did have a bus fire. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in, in ways big and small, I just, I know that, you you know, like that's really ties into the song for us that we as a band have seen God really show up in our lives and in our personal lives, in our lives as a band. Um, I feel like, you know, if you if you get to be 15 years old as a band and you're still around, then there's been some miracles along the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and and, you know, also we just hear from people. 
at shows all the time, and I'm sure you guys hear this from listeners too, of just m- moments when God uses a song in someone's life and, and maybe they heard it on the radio or, or whatever, but um, there's just so many situations where God ties music in with things that he's doing in people's lives, and it's really, really cool to be a part of. His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.